0: Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. This is our podcast called Would You Stay Tuned? And I'm here with Dan and Hello. Marvin. Oh. You may recognize our voices from another one of our podcasts called Newbie Star Trek. This' and that's is, Sarah. Sarah's talking. Yeah. Yep. And this is me, Sarah. I forgot to introduce myself, of course. <laughs> this is another side passion project of ours. I have a pretty basic goal in mind
1: mm-hmm. for
0: this podcast, I would say. We watch the premiere pilot episode of a show, a series, and by the end of that pilot, we decide if we would stay tuned and keep watching.
2: Well, also one of the things is that sometimes some of us will have watched it and at least one of us will not have. So the idea is that we're always introducing at least one new person to a show. Usually it's because we want that person to watch the show and be like, look at this. It's uh, kind of like vicariously having them.
3: Yeah. There's just a tiny little bit of newbie
2: DNA in there. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. There is. In this case, uh, both Dan and I have not seen Jury Duty. Um, had oh, not- well, I
0: haven't introduced the show yet. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> sorry. Whoa, getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so we also cross genres too. Like we got comedy, dramas, sci-fi. I mean, we are all over the place with whatever shows. We're not stuck to a particular genre. On today's episode, we are watching the pilot episode of a show named Jury Duty. Yeah and it is a comedy that premiered on Amazon Freevee but then i believed jumped over to Amazon Prime due to the popularity
3: i don't even know what freevee is what is freevee
0: oh it sounds very similar to what the name sounds it's like a free version of amazon
3: oh,
2: okay
0: <laughs> amazon prime i, I guess. would see
2: i would see advertisements on billboards sometimes in the drive to work it would be like
3: oh. so it's just if you go to amazon.com it was a st- It was free streamable content that was just hosted there?
0: Yeah, it's like Amazon's free section, free content section. So this show started off there, but like I said, because of the popularity, it ended up jumping to Amazon Prime, Mm -hmm. um, which was a smart move because that really catapulted its ratings super high. I think even higher than Rings of Power ring of power really was. yep <laughs>
3: yep Yes. <laughs> I can, yes. I can kind of see
2: it. That's kind of amazing considering wasn't well, Rings of Power a billion dollars yes. to
0: make?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, it was? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. my
3: God. I did not know that. <laughs> did you
0: not hear that, Dan? You didn't hear all the buzz around Rings I of Power kind being of, a billion dollars? If
2: you weren't into Lord of the Rings, you didn't hear about Rings of Power. That's kind of
3: true. <laughs> like, I'm not super, I'm not a super huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Um, I don't hate them like some people do. But. <laughs> did you watch the um, Rings
0: of Power, Dan? You didn't, no. right?
2: Oh, well, that's, a, that's a potential. Uh, could you stay tuned as well?
3: Oh. Probably wouldn't.
0: Rings of Power only managed to retain only about like 37% of its viewers from the first episode to the <laughs> finale. <laughs> Wow. And Jury Duty far surpassed that. Like, so it's very it's, odd. Wow. It's it's hilarious that this, a this show podcast, like
2: Jury Duty. Newbie Star just, Trek has better retention than Rings of Power.
0: Yeah, Rings of Power did not do well. I don't know where the billion dollars went, but it didn't pay off.
2: Well, I guess we should also just mention really quick, uh Dan and I are the ones who have not seen Jury Duty on this. Yes. One.
0: Dan and Marvin have not seen jury duty at all, I have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seen it. It's been a while, but I have, and I want to start out before we start actually well, diving in. when you say in. it's been
3: a while, like, when did you see it? Like, was it two years ago?
0: Uh, I'd say about a year ago.
3: Okay. okay. About a okay. year ago.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, about a year ago. And, um, before we dive into the pilot and talk about all the ways in which we felt about it... <laughs> I wanted to give you guys some background on how this became such a popular show, because that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this show, because it is such a unlikely show to have gained such a cult following and it was very unexpected
2: i mean if they if they shoved it onto freebie amazon clearly yeah, did not have a lot of it to
0: gain <laughs> traction, no. they were not, <laughs> not amazon was definitely not expecting any kind of <laughs> i mean this any kind of success this is a low but they have budget.
3: hollywood actor Someone yeah. Marsden. I literally did not want to choose. I literally didn't want to choose. I f- totally fucking forgot which it's one James. is it. It's
2: James. It's James.
3: Okay. It's James. They yeah. have-
0: <laughs> Those from newbie Star Trek will know. Will know Dan's struggle with the Marsdens. It's um. not just mine.
3: I'm not alone. The comments affirmed me. Well, that's I'm fine. That's
2: a, yeah, you, Dan brings up an interesting point because it's like. Just, just why wasn't that in the show? Already? I mean, we're not we're not going into like super detail about it yet because because it's essentially a prank show, but it's a very expensive looking prank show. Like, well, the thing is, they're trying to do two shows dollars. at once.
3: It's but like they're trying to, it's like they're trying to make an entire The Office while inserting a reality show into it.
0: Yeah. Sort exactly.
3: of. Yeah. So
0: the same producers as The Office, which you oh! picked up on.
2: <laughs> wow. Hit the nail on the fucking head. You wow. sure
0: did. You sure did. But who really can't, right? It's uh, literally The it's, Office it, copy yeah, it, paste. Yeah. It's it's very yeah, much yeah, that yeah, style
2: yeah, of yeah, shooting yeah. and interviewing. Which kind and, of a set a tone for lots of shows moving forward. It's like. Right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. As I mentioned, this was this was very low budget when compared when you think about shows like Rings of Power that Boy, have a yeah. billion dollars. <laughs> so this was low budget, unexpected, unassuming. They stuck it on Amazon freebie. They had zero marketing for it up to its premiere. They didn't care about it very much at all. It was just filler, you could say. And then all of a sudden, when it premiered, there was not a lot of traction. It was doing okay. Oh, but it was a slow
2: burn. Okay. It was a
0: slow burn. It, it, it was doing okay. It, it had some, it actually had pretty low to middling ratings. People didn't really dig it that much. Mm. But then, but then, TikTok happened.
2: So, this is, a, mm. this is a social media yep, famous it's show. A,
0: so, all of a sudden.
3: No wonder you're the host. All of a sudden.
0: <laughs> clips. I love TikTok. I absolutely love mm-hmm. TikTok. And mm-hmm. I don't underestimate the power of TikTok because this show is a testament to that. So, all of a sudden, clips from the show was making the rounds. People were really attached to Ronald, the lead Actor, un, well, he's not an actor, he's, he's the pranky. He's, yeah, he's the pranky. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But people are really drawn to him, and people started circulating clips online because they found him very charming. And it was very much like The Office. And then it, it essentially went viral. And that is the reason for the success. And Honestly, I, wanted, I did want to talk about this because everywhere I went after this went viral, all yeah. I heard people talking about was jury duty. I would be in the airport, different cities. I would travel and I would overhear people behind me standing in line for coffee talking about jury duty. <laughs> you sure they weren't just
3: talking about their own individual summons? <laughs> God, I had to go all I the know. way back to Denver to go to no, jury duty. <laughs> because, you know what, No one
0: would be talking with this much excitement about it about jury I don't duty.
3: know. And I get those summons, man.
2: Oh, boy. I don't know. A uh, friend of the show, Scott, <laughs> is actually excited whenever he gets a jury
3: summons. I love going so. to the Hall of Justice.
0: <laughs> and you know what's funny, though, is a little bit prior to the show premiering, I actually got called into jury duty.
3: It's true. And I
0: remember so that, yeah. And so I started to feel this weird... Watching this show now made me think <laughs> about my experiences yeah. on being in actual jury duty. And I did make it to the box. Yeah, I made it yeah. to the box and You said I was, it was like the
2: furthest you've ever been, right?
0: Oh, it was I actually I this is the first time I'd been called for jury duty. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. And okay. my
0: first time and, I made uh, it to the box. And, and then this was, was within
3: LA County too, yep.
0: right? LA County, yep.
3: Okay, so in your experience, how accurate to the LA County juror experience was this show?
0: Some aspects were accurate. Some aspects were definitely red flags for me. Like I would have been like, this isn't real.
2: There's some stuff they show like right away where you're kind of like, the judge would never do that. Like the judge calls him James Marsden. Like you wouldn't, the judge would never call the juror by their name. Yeah. Also he is on the phone in the courtroom. The bailiff would immediately been like, sir, put your fucking phone away. Like they would have freaked out. Like, Like, it's not okay. what
0: I feel like they did capture well is there are some moments when you're in real... And I don't know how far you guys have gotten. Have you guys ever gotten to, like, a box? Yeah, I've been a juror. Oh, right. Okay, so, Dan, I think we did talk about this before. But Mm -hmm. there are moments in... Jury duty and being on a juror, where there are funny moments, like the judge will sometimes crack a joke, yes, or like yes, attorneys like, yeah, yeah. will be say something weird, and like there are moments where I'm just like, oh, okay, this is like at yeah. times.
3: No, to be honest with you, like a lot of a lot of like little bits of this show felt pretty authentic to me and what I've experienced myself in the jury selection process.
0: Yeah, especially the judge, like, I felt kind of yeah. like
3: it, there was familiarity here. It was like, ooh. I've been here yeah, kind of. I
0: know. And and, and especially the, the judge in my mind, because I particularly when I most recently did jury duty, mm-hmm. I specifically had a judge that was Who was on his similar. last case. <laughs> <laughs> he was on his last case, but he was kind of like funny and weird and like kinda like, eh, we're here. Let's like, you know, Try to make This the judge is today, no nonsense,
2: yeah. and like yeah. almost every court judge I've seen is like actually kind of no nonsense, like him. Where he's like, "Sir, sit no, down." Like he plays like, the part fairly yeah, yeah. well. Like
3: yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah. believe him for, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The
0: judge is extremely believable. Yeah. So, so that's that's a plus for the show.
2: Well, he especially needs to be believable. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. <very> much so <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: now, honestly, kudos to this entire cast because unlike any other show, you you know, these people can't turn off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like this is the closest thing to the Truman show in real life that I think (laughs) I've ever seen.
0: Yes. Which is also an inspiration for this show. It was
2: explicitly. Okay. Uh,
0: Yes. Very clearly. Okay. So this all started by Ronald, who is our main character, main, Mm -hmm. he's not an actor. He's the only person that is not an actor. Every Mm -hmm. single person in the courtroom and surrounding area is an actor uh-huh. and they all have lines, they all have direction. It's been rehearsed many uh-huh. times. He is the only person that is not in on it. He's the pranky uh-huh. and he answered a Craigslist ad for what he thought was they pitched it on Craigslist as a real documentary about jury duty. So that's how they got around having. The camera. Oh, oh, oh,
2: oh and like that's how they also context, like that okay.
3: gives a lot of leeway for everything happening around Ronald. Then, yeah. and, is
2: it, and is it also the how they explain like the, the ger- side
0: interviews? And not the side
2: interviews, but like usually when you're selected for, you get a piece of thing in the mail, and you have to do this whole calling. Oh, thing. Oh yeah,
3: like you need but, you need your summons.
2: But I guess yes. they were saying this is a special case somehow. He
0: applied for it.
2: Yeah, so this is this is some, somehow yeah. to them. That would also help more explain why everyone's wackier. Because yes. those are the type of people who would, like, apply to something. Because if he applied, you would get the assumption, under uh, the assumption that everyone else around you is also applied.
0: Well, no, I think also, but you got to remember, the first episode, there's a lot of characters that are very adamantly trying to get out of jury duty. I think he is oh, the one person right. that they were looking for one person they were saying hey we're going to do this ju- i don't i didn't see the ad specifically but i imagine it was mm. going to be like yeah but they hey, had to documentary it in some way where it was about real. jury duty yeah. but you maybe you are the only person that has reached out to us but everyone else has been summoned right
2: or maybe they're they maybe they set off camera that there is actually a few people who've been summoned or who've uh, we we've gotten from this this uh casting call but Everyone else, maybe outside of like a few people, we don't know the details exactly, but that helps at least make it a little more believable to me. Cause, cause some of the people, there's this one person in general that, that stood out to me. I was like, if I saw that, I would be like, something's wrong, which is the guy who has the camel backpack and Mm. he's sucking on water. Which is like odd at first. No, but then it's like at-
0: some kind of power smoothie or something. No, no.
2: But no, the second time when oh, he's at lunch time, yeah. is when he has the second tube.
0: Like the And he is. starts
2: sucking up like a, a liquid, a brown liquid. And you're like, okay, this is, can't be a real thing. Like, and, he, and and in the first scene he showed up, he even talked about how like his dream is to have like some sort of pouch like permanently attached to him.
0: Yeah. Embedded and, or something Yeah. And like you're that. like,
3: What? But they show you that, like, kind of as a separate, aside shot. And I wasn't even sure Ronald was paying attention to that. And that, like, it was things like that that made me, that made it hard for me to wrap my head around this show in general, because uh, I was so concerned about Ronald and what he would be thinking about things going around, going on around him, that I wasn't expecting them to try to insert a whole show with characters and lore (laughs) and plot Yeah, everyone has lore.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Dan brought up a really good point. I think one thing this show is trying really hard to do, and that it was, I feel like, what made it stand out, what made it successful and viral, was that they tried really hard to develop, have character development. Even Mm. though Ronald may have not seen that guy sucking up his like Soylent meal (laughs) in his backpack, which you're right, he probably didn't see it. They're trying to like start the foundation of all of these characters so that you can start to have favorite characters. And it's not just Ronald and everyone. We're not just following Ronald the whole time. Like everyone has a personality. Everyone has a backstory. Everyone has... Yeah, it, to me, it feels like the
3: true premise of this show is what if The Office had one person who wasn't an actor?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's honestly, it. I think that's probably, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they pitched it right. to Amazon to be made. And Amazon was like, all right, how much money do you need? They're like, uh, eh, just like 0.001% of your ring of power budget. And they're like, all right, that's <laughs> I fine. feel like you I would have
3: like... <laughs> vibe with this show a lot better if I didn't have that introductory text like priming me to be like, okay, so what's Ronald going to do? What's Ronald going to do? To me, I was taking it as like a standard hoax show to be like, okay, everything, everything crazy is going to happen around Ronald. What's Ronald going to do? You know? Mm. Yeah, like we're
0: watching Ronald and we're watching for his reaction only. And right. it's just kind of like following him. But yeah, it seems like that's not the approach they're going And for. everyone
3: around him never breaks character, which is another like big thing that like makes this show feel unique in terms of being a hoax reality show. Right, right. Right. Like there's no big reveal of like uh or there's no like any any behind the scenes like oh he he totally doesn't know dog and you know, nothing like that. Right. Also, the elephant in the room is that there's a celebrity, James Marsden in there as okay. James Marsden. So, right.
0: yeah, we should we should get into it. There's Ronald. he's sitting it starts off as him sitting in a waiting room, which you often do. and if you've ever been selected for jury duty, you know you're kind of waiting in the front room office area, whatever it may be, and before you go into the courthouse. and that's where James Marsden walks in. I think it is hilarious that Ronald did not know who he was at all. (laughs) <laughs> he kind of glances
2: at him. He kind of goes, huh. I think
0: he, but he would have a similar reaction to me is like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I recognize you, but I don't know exactly where I from. I don't want
2: to make a big deal out of it either. Like, I want to like.
3: Well, yeah. And I, if you're I, not I, sure, why would you yeah. do or say anything obvious? I
2: think the the funniest part in that interaction, because uh, in order to like point out he's James Marsden, they they hire a plant to come in and go. Which is right. hilarious
0: oh that they scripted it because they're like, he actually may not. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> yeah. they need. So they had a they backup need, plan to like to force have a it. plan it, yeah. to say that he's a celebrity. So yeah. But the it. funniest part yeah. is
2: when he goes, "Oh, you were in Sonic. Huh? I heard that sucks." Yeah, like when he said <laughs> right that, I his was face. like, "Is this even a
3: reality show?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it, it
3: made me like, it gave me pause for a second. I was like, "Wait, that is so bold for a rando to yeah, say." Yeah,
2: yeah, it's really Yo, rude. Like this
3: guy.
0: <laughs> I would totally say that. Like just being real, I would, I would not even care. I'd be like, I'd yeah, be I like, "Oh, like I loved movie. you
2: and dead to me." Thank
0: you. Someone asked for a selfie and they mm. asked they asked Ronald to take the photo of, right. yeah, yeah. of him and uh of her, I'm sorry, of her and James Marsden. And the plant, yeah. Yeah, the plant, the actor. And so, yeah, he's kind of like thinking to himself like god, this guy looks familiar, like I don't know. Yeah, then he talks about it and makes the sonic comment which is actually hilarious. But I will point out that okay, James Marsden as we get intro to him And as we get to hear him talk more and more, he comes off as, like, kind of a jerk and a little bit dumb.
2: I think that's the point. That's a character he's playing. They they did it very well.
0: (laughs) Which is interesting because he's supposed to be playing himself, but he's obviously playing a character of himself. It's like like
3: the extras version of himself.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's playing the extras version of himself or, like, the Arrested Development version of himself.
0: It's interesting that the direction was, like... You're pretend you're like dumb. Pretend you're dumb. James
2: Marsden. And you you don't know basic things (laughs) like given James Marsden's career. He seems like he's up for anything, so I feel like this is totally something where you would be like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll play an idiot," you know, like an idiot version of myself, because I think that's, or at least like a stuck-up version of himself. Yeah, he's very, he's yeah. very
0: stuck up. Yeah, yeah, one would say maybe narcissistic and just kind well, of entitled,
3: and yeah, like, yeah, it's, you it's, know, it's, assumes his movie star status will you know get him, get out, him out of things. To, and yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good act.
0: I mean, in terms of believability. I do like that they have – this waiting room feels very much like when you go to the DMV. It's a very similar vibe where you have people from all walks of life, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're just seeing every single person – they are. (laughs) And I do like that. That felt very believable. The chit chat felt a little much because I would feel like people wouldn't talk to each other as much as they do. Yeah, they really
2: ask you not to talk. (laughs) Well, I just also feel like people are just not
0: that outgoing in this type of situation. They usually keep to themselves. Yeah, yeah. So there was like a lot of chit chat, a lot of like, oh, people talking to each other and a lot of like interaction that I feel like would not happen. I guess they right. needed
2: some content, otherwise it would just be them just sitting in the waiting room. So I guess yeah, they, they, they had, had to it. plan out something. Yeah. So I guess they had to let them get away with something. Uh, like if someone
0: of, came up yeah. to me in a waiting room and like asked me to take a photo and all that kind of stuff, I would be like, "What? What? what is yeah. This? The the, the like,
2: security guard would be like, "Please stop doing that." Like you were. Yeah. You're being I know but dude, you know. it's James wow.
3: Marsden.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just weird. Um, I, I, I I don't know I if wonder. it'd be a red flag. I mean, honestly, I, I, think I do think because
3: of where you are and because it's it actually is James. Marsden, like you can get away with a lot. Like That's suspension true. of disbelief kind of activates in real life. How you. do how how do celebrities in real life get out of jury duty? Right, maybe exactly what
2: James uh. Marsden tried. Because do they even show up? I mean, like, because you have a on your actual. Maybe they
3: oh. have a doctor on retainer to say like, <gasps> eh, nah.
2: Because like on your summons, you can give a uh, an excuse before you even come in.
3: Or it could be just like I'm going to be out of the country already on an engagement.
2: Or, I mean, but also a legitimate point is fame. If you are a recognizable, famous person.
0: Yes. But as we get into this, this yeah. <laughs> judge, the most, one of the most brilliant lines is the judge is like, I don't know who you, who the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you've been in. He's like, with all due respect, I have no fucking clue who you are, which I would relate because honestly, I until recently, until like, what's the show? Um, Dead to Me? De- Dead to Me. Yeah. Maybe Sonic. Um, I, I've never, I don't, I don't, I would he wasn't on my red. I didn't watch X-Men. I don't know.
3: What's funny is that in this show, he 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 doesn't want you to mention (laughs) X-Men.
2: Never lead with X-Men.
0: I actually wouldn't have recognized him. I wouldn't have known who he was. So I, I believe the judge and I don't know if you think the judge is like around my parents age or something. I really don't think my parents would be able to recognize this guy i
2: think it's like he's he's a type of he's the type of actor where you recognize him but you don't know his name like, or you don't know yeah. where from exactly. Yeah, it's like I've I seen him somewhere, but you know, that's like, yeah, Jason, I
3: right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jason, Jason Marsden. Jason right? you,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you all heard him.
0: Yeah. And he he does uh, have the whole like Hollywood celebrity hat thing, which. Yeah, which I think yeah. is a, good, a
2: good, good dress up move, uh, costuming move is to. Probably just does
3: hat. that for real. It yeah. looks authentic enough.
0: It does look authentic. It does. It very yeah, yeah. much does look authentic. The show also has these side interviews with um, Ronald and some of the other characters.
2: Very short. They're like very short sound bites,
3: really quick, just yeah, to have him chime in. Just quick commentary. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense c- yeah. considering the context and like how they would probably be conducting themselves on location. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it adds to the setup, which is that it's a doc, you know, he's there as a. As part of a documentary,
3: right, right, it, it justifies them, you know, getting them on camera to ask those questions. And also, at all. wait,
0: he said he's in Westworld. Jade Marston is in West. Yeah, he's in Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is he? Again? He's one
1: of
2: the. He's the one. He was a, uh, he he was was a the cowboy
3: the, robot that keeps getting killed. Yeah, he was Damn, the main you know cowboy. Yeah. Now
0: that I think about it, he's been in a lot of stuff. Like, he yes, should he's been, he's, I should know him. He's more. been. In wait, like have a you seen of him? Shit. Have you seen Enchanted? Uh, yeah, he's in Enchanted
2: as well. I yeah. don't know.
0: No, I don't think so. He was
3: an Ally McBeal. But the more we,
0: yeah, he does mention that show. Uh, the more I think about I it, watch the Ali more Beale, like, I don't remember him in it. <laughs> he's actually in a lot of stuff and he should be more famous than he is.
2: Maybe? I think, I think Jason Mars or James Marsden, oh, the okay. reason why <laughs> Uh-oh. it happened. I think the reason why James Marsden, his career is not like more prolific is I think because he's just kind of willing to do anything and he's more driven yeah. by what entertains him than what makes him a lot of money. Like he was in Westworld season one, maybe at that time. Outside of Game of Thrones, like, HBO's, like, biggest show. And after season one, he's like, I'm literally going to leave Westworld so I can do the Sonic movie. (laughs) Like... 'Cause he wanted he really wanted to be in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So my I gosh, think,
0: I don't remember him in Westworld. He's the
2: I feel cowboy. Like a lot more people recognize you him do you now remember because Dolores? of the Sonic movie.
0: Of course I remember Dolores.
2: Yeah, he's the she he's the cowboy that Dolores is in love with.
0: For some <laughs> reason he he's like he went off my ra- Maybe he has that face that like it's very forgettable. Like he's just a forgettable person. I don't know. He's uh,
3: the he's the bl- like it's uh, he's weird. the cowboy that gets killed so people can you know like get to Dolores and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: remember it? I mean, granted, I didn't watch um, I didn't watch Westworld beyond season one.
2: He's not uh, beyond season been, one either. Well, yeah, that was all him.
0: Have, that was the I only no part memory. made it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have after no he quit, he was like, "I don't want to do this Westworld which shit is, anymore." Which is
0: <laughs> interesting because Westworld really
3: took okay, off. Judge Sarah.
2: I know, yeah, that's 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 the thing. I think he just is. He just does whatever he feels like in his career. He, he doesn't make like necessarily what you would call like ne- like stereotypically good like actor career moves. He kind of just does whatever he wants, which, which I think is neat. Like he he went from he did Dead to Me, which allowed him to play like
0: oh Dead to Me, uh, I know because I just watched that series.
2: Yeah, and it's like it's great because he gets to play a huge asshole, but also like this lovable guy at the same time. And you're like, oh, that's funny, and, or like you know, it is all sorts of fun stuff. I think that's that's what makes him interesting as an actor. I feel
0: like he's he's in so many things. I kind of wonder how he's able to do so much.
2: Oh, he just likes to work all the time. <laughs>
0: now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, he's actually in everything.
2: Is it, well, it's, it's like, it like took a, a, a while
3: to hurt, be in all that stuff. He had time. Yeah.
2: I think of him. He's probably like a Christopher Walken, you know, Christopher Walken's just always working. Like he doesn't like to stop working. probably similar, you know?
0: And they say he was in the notebook. He wasn't in the notebook. That was Yeah, a he joke was. Wait, <laughs>
2: <laughs> why, why would that be a joke? <laughs> why would it be a joke? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Because I, I thought, because they're like, oh, he was in the notebook. And Ronald yeah. says the same thing. Ronald's like, he was in the notebook. I feel like yeah. Ronald in this moment. I'm definitely, <laughs> I, I am a crossover between the two. He's the, the one not on the <laughs> uh, the I'm
3: editors just like, must wait, have what? been so happy that he kept on asking that sort of question.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Are yeah.
3: You are in that? Like in different oh, yeah. times and he different says, scenes He says
0: hairspray, enchanted, Western. I didn't know he was in hairspray.
3: I forgot the about notebook. that.
0: the yeah. notebook. He says, I'm in the notebook. Not and then remember- he goes, this he was shit. in You're hop
3: in sonic wasn't even his first time having like a yes. cg co-star yeah yeah he just loves having cg co-stars he's just super into it i don't
0: understand reason. how this man works so much and i love ronald's like he's in the notebook he's yeah. like what is he in the notebook and they're like he's the other guy yeah was like, 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 also oh. lois's
3: husband in superman
2: returns yes 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 oh wow. man Yeah, yeah, because I remember thinking, like, it's Cyclops, but he's in, like, a DC movie. That's weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I I definitely um, would not recognize James Martin. I would recognize him, but I wouldn't know.
2: If you're going to bring in a a celebrity to stir the pot, he was a good, like, level of celebrity to bring in. He actually
0: feels like the perfect you know, perfect cast for this. Yeah. And, also because yeah. James
2: Marsden himself feels like he'll do anything, you know, yeah. like, so he'll go all in on this part. He won't the fact like half He did it. this. Yeah. It's
0: like a free show on Amazon freebie. Like the fact that he was like, yeah, I'll do this series. Yeah.
2: I, I respect that. I respect what actors will be no, willing uh, to do uh, weird stuff like, like that. Yeah.
3: I feel like to him, it was probably a challenge because yeah. like, you He's know, like a you John have C. to get Riley, there. you know, like he'll do whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it isn't just like from, from take to take, like, Taking mm-hmm. this on, he made sure, like, okay, so I'm just gonna be an assholy version of myself, like, you know, all the time around mm-hmm. this guy. It's a lot yeah. of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. I, yeah. I get exhausted watching this cast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a lot. I just think
3: about everything they must be thinking, like, okay, I gotta hit my mark, I gotta get over there, and I gotta say this line, like, come like, get over here, other dude that I'm doing this scene with, and I need to make sure we're in earshot of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a lot of blocking, a lot of coordination. To touch on some of the other further character development, they I do want to touch on this because they talk about ways on how to get out of jury duty.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And one of the ways... <laughs> that they say, is it? It's Ronald, I think. Yeah,
2: that see, it. that's the interesting part. Ronald brings it up, and then the guy runs with it.
0: The Ro- Ronald <laughs> is like, which is amazing improv because, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, these know are really
2: good. It becomes, a, actors, a, it becomes a big part of the
0: episode, it <laughs> does. And they don't know that Ronald is going to say, You can act like you're racist, you yeah. can say you're racist, <laughs> and that might work. And yeah, so he's like, it, like, what's the move? And he's just like, yeah. Well, didn't he I, I just think say that
3: that's what his like, his, like his, cousin his family tried? Family like, like he yeah. just tried it, and it like, did he even say it worked? I, and I don't did he even say it was him? I thought he said like a friend uh, it was or like a, a family
0: member. Yeah. He said like yeah, a family member. He didn't, he didn't member. say it was himself who
2: did it. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh no, he, I think he says it's Family Guy. Wait, Peter pretends to. Oh, he oh, did from Family Guy.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, He was just trying to share a joke and and the guy took it as like a a thing to try.
0: There's a scene where he's talking and he's like, you know, how how do people how do people get out of this? Let me see if I can find it. He's like, how long does this normally take? Blah, blah, blah. And then um, what do people usually say when they're trying to get out of this? And he's like, like, what's the move? Like, what do I? I'm only going off of the thing I've seen in family guys. So this is what Ronald's saying. And that's <laughs> probably not the best thing to use. And then that people are like, "Wait, what was it? And Peter pretends to be racist <laughs> to get out of jury duty. And so he tells this guy this joke, and he's like, "That's pretty smart." And then he just kind of holds on to it. and of course, we find out that that actor uses that. As uh, when, he, when he, because when
2: he's, because this is during the, <laughs> the, the the process where you're you're giving an excuse so you can be excused, right? right. And the he stands up and you can almost see the gears ro- rolling in the actor's head. Well, he's at, looking
0: over at Ronald and Ronald's like, no, 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 don't no, say that. No, but, but
2: I think the gears rolling is should I improv this large or should I not? I'll mm. go for it. I'm a racist, you know? <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> like, But the best part is this yeah. actor
2: served the is moment too, looking, he was hesitant. At, yeah, yeah,
0: and he's looking at Ronald, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was a
2: very good way like, to engage. Like his Ronald hesitancy about the improv works well as his character, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it, it works really well together. And uh, you can see
0: Ronald getting so nervous. Ronald is staring at this guy like he's like, "Don't look at me! Don't look at me! Don't get, look me, in me. Don't don't look get me. me in trouble! Don't get <laughs> me in trouble!" Who
2: told?
3: And then when the judge goes, "Who told you this?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a really good question to fire back. Like these yeah, actors yeah, yeah. are on it; they're they're doing a really good job. Yeah, they yeah.
0: are doing really well, and I I do like that piece in terms of court proceedings. From my recent jury duty experience, this is pretty accurate. They yeah. they go it's close ahead enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, they
0: they go through and they say, "Hey, is there anybody that needs to be excused?" And everybody stands up, and they kind of say all this really personal shit an old
2: lady who's like oh i'm about yeah. to die he's like oh please go home which you know, is like, kind
0: of my experience too because right. when i was in jury duty the judge explicitly commented that like you're gonna hear kind of personal in-depth right. shit about people that you mm-hmm. don't know at all like you just know them as a number it's gonna get really real and we're gonna be basically we're gonna be open here That's kind of the, I would say the fun part about jury duty in some ways, because you hear so much about um, what's going on in people's lives. Like they say, okay, this one man stands up and says, I got to have surgery. And then the judge in front of everyone, and it all has to be public. I think that's what I'm trying to say too, is it, it can't be private. Everything has to be said in front of everybody. Right. like there's no privacy.
3: Well, in my experience the judge has been like if there's a matter that you need to discuss with in more in a more private detail, you can approach the bench. That's what I've heard you as well. You can,
0: but I feel like it's got to be usually they're like you're going to hear stuff Everything has to be public I mean, unless it's like. Y-
3: yes, they do ask a lot yeah. of personal details, but like they do, they, yeah. They give the option to the jurors to be like, You're allowed to sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they don't you say, well, say to. it. Say it. Say what you trauma you've experienced. To.
0: It just feels like, especially when they're going through the jury selection and they're asking you questions, it feels like I remember it feeling so invasive sometimes. Like, about these people. How did
2: you get out of jury duty? Like, what did you say?
0: I don't know how I got. Okay. So I have a theory about how I got out of jury duty. I, or how they released me from jury duty. I made it all the way to the box. So I was really, really, really close to being on the actual trial,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I learned that the attorneys and the judge do have your real names. Mm-hmm.
1: They have well, access yeah. to
0: your real names. And In the recesses that we would take, the breaks, they are allowed to research you and Uh, Google you uh and look at your social media. And that's where I believe, I really strongly believe that I made it all the way to the box because they hadn't had enough of a chance yet to (laughs) Google my name or Google me or anything like that.
3: Wait, did they say that, like, in between, they will be checking your social media accounts? I know they do.
0: No, they didn't say that. I just know that they do. Like, that's, that's. If they're allowed to, and that they and they have my full name. So I was thinking, if I'm an attorney, the first thing I'm doing is looking you up online. Yeah,
2: oh, like, oh, so the Sarah that, Sarah yeah, girl. Who's seems this fine. Sarah girl? Oh What's shit, she about? punches little dogs. Oh, well, we can't have her on the jury. Yeah, we
0: have a yeah. whole be there. <laughs> We have about, <laughs> a dog
3: puncher on trial. <laughs>
0: yeah, we, we're we're trying to persecute an animal cruelty person. You know, it seems like she's pro animal cruelty now. Um, but I really believe so. The case I was part of was a big corporation versus one person. And so a lot of it was just like, how do you feel about the big mean corporation going going after the little one, you know, or like versus the little one person who doesn't have anything, you know? And if you do a simple Google search for me or look at my social medias, you can tell pretty clearly that I am progressive. I'm a progressive Democrat. I don't really feel sorry. (laughs) Sympathy. I don't really feel sympathy for big corporations. Um, So I'm definitely not someone that a big corporation would want to have on their juror. Because I have biases against big corporations.
3: I'm I'm so glad that you finished your sentence because I thought you were about to say, as a progressive Democrat, I do not have sympathy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do not have sympathy for big corporations. As a
3: Democrat, I sympathize with no one. As a progressive, no sympathy.
0: No sympathy. So I feel that's my theory is that they saw that I supported people like Bernie Sanders and more. I was more progressive and I'm very anti-establishment, Democratic establishment, hate Republicans I just, I'm just very left lean. Hate them. So, <laughs> just hate them. Every last one of them. I hate Especially Republican those ideals. of you in the
3: listeners' jury. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. She meets you in an alley and you say Republican, you will die. That day. So,
0: that's my theory as to why I got out of jury duty because the side that excused me was the corporation side. They kicked me off. Their attorneys were like, you got to go. So this is a well, civil case.
3: My- you were on a. It was Jordan. on a
0: civil case. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay. Civil case. A, a lemon. A lemon case.
3: Okay. Okay. A lemon I served law on case. A, I served on a criminal case, but it was an open and shut DUI. Yeah. Um, okay. I was. Yeah. I've,
2: I've actually never uh, Never made it to the actual trial. The and la- the closest time I did, it was kind of a comical situation. The, they were trying to show the difference between... I, I told you guys this, but I don't think I said this on a, a podcast. Uh, the judge was trying to show the difference... Or not the judge. The lawyer was trying to show the difference between direct evidence and circumstantial evidence. And then the, the lawyer was like, look at this balloon. I'm going to pop this balloon in front of you. You saw it. That's direct evidence. Now I'm going to take another balloon, put it below my desk. Now I'm going to pop it. Now I'm going to take out a balloon that's been popped. Now you didn't actually see the balloon getting popped, but you heard it pop underneath my desk. And you know that in the past I popped balloons before that's circumstantial evidence. And in in the eyes of the law, both are exactly the same in terms of strength. And I immediately went, I don't believe
3: that. <laughs> and uh, I actually got into an argument with the lawyer and then the lawyer dismissed me. <laughs> yeah, uh, the last time I was like on jury selection, I was dismissed because I got a little pedantic too.
1: Really? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, because, it's because
3: the lawyers, it felt different the, the, at that, that time. They push you, yeah. The, they're kind of like dick. the way they were trying to frame um, like the... Oh, gosh. What was it? It was like what they were trying to define what what su- sufficient proof was bef- like and like make us mm-hmm. like they were having us agree that their definition of proof was absolute. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
3: were framing it in a really weird way that I can't remember the exact wording of But I was like, no, I actually don't think that, you know, like I can. Say that I can't agree with your statements there. Yeah, and you, then they just said like, okay,
2: fine. You, like you, uh, you're, you know you're,
0: what, Dan, get the fuck out of here.
2: Like you were kind of saying that your standard of reasonable doubt is stricter than their standard of reasonable doubt.
3: Maybe it is was kind of, yeah, it was it was something like that. It was very yeah. much like yours. What was yours
2: about? What was your trial about?
3: Oh yeah, open and shut DUI. The one that I actually
2: oh, served
0: oh. on.
3: Oh, but the one
2: okay, that I was okay. on jury Oh, No, the, Sarah's the... was about. Okay, mine was so a Sarah's lemon. About mine was a lemon. Lemon law. Case. Corporation. Okay, lemon sorry, I got mixed guy. up. Dan's was a DUI. Okay, okay.
0: okay yeah, that's mine right. was a, a just your standard lemon okay. lemon law.
2: Yeah, oh, mine was time. <laughs> mine was an ex- indecent exposure case.
0: So. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> well, a,
2: a prisoner having indecently exposing themselves whilst in prison. Yes. Wow. So committing further crimes while in prison. Yeah, which I was like also suspect about because I was like the I think the lawyer, the defense lawyer mentioned mental illness. So I was like. Okay, so if if they have a mental illness, like, like a standard of being clothed is different. <laughs> like, you know, depending yeah. on the circumstance, are, are we really going to prosecute this person over this? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that feels a little, a little extra. I mean, yeah, <laughs> going, to,
2: going to court for it know. seems like a big much.
0: Yeah, going to court. And what are we talking about? Like, just apparently in this exposure
2: something. to another uh, corrections officer. And okay. I was like, okay. Wait, but, but was it, it a corrections officer
3: indecently exposing? No, no. It was <laughs> <laughs> you said another corrections
2: officer. It was the prisoner um, uh, indecently exposing themselves to a corrections officer. And I was like, okay. Wait, yeah, I what are you going to do, throw me in jail?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here, look at my breasts or my penis. I don't know, male or female, I'm not sure. Know. But I just
2: remember thinking that was very odd. I just
0: feel like, I don't know. I, I would just be like. Man, if I was on that jury selection, I'd be like, nah, just look away. Fine. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: But anyway, they go through the whole part of you know everyone giving their excuses. We, we come up on a guy that is talking about his spine, who apparently gives the wrong numbers for the spine, and the judge calls him out on it.
1: Right. right. <laughs> that was um, kind of funny.
0: Which was interesting that the judge – I guess the judge would maybe know that. If maybe they had been on cases before. I don't know. Maybe it's common knowledge for them if they've done this before. Then this, the guy that uses the racist excuse is because he first says that he's going on a vacation with his girlfriend. With his girlfriend. And it's the first time that it's unsupervised and they haven't done anything. Yeah, their parents won't be there.
3: Yeah, they can do whatever they want. And if,
0: I don't know if I heard that in the court, that's a little bit of a red flag for me. That would be like, that's weird. Or yeah. I would just think that this guy is just acting really strange.
2: I'd be but like, why is everyone acting so strange today?
0: <laughs> like for me, the racist comment is more believable than the parents unsupervised comment. I don't yeah, know why.
2: That's like, like cartoony. <laughs> yeah. The racist thing sounds like a like someone actually being desperate. Like they would actually almost. say that. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> kind of, sort of. I don't know. I've I've seen some weird people, man.
0: I would believe the racist thing more. Over then, I'm going on a vacation that's unsupervised.
3: Actually, the last time I was in jury selection, there was this dude who was saying, like, I, uh, my friend is a lawyer. He is prosecuting pr- uh, President Trump. We are on the, you <laughs> know, he was, like, talking about this, like, grand plan that was about to come to fruition. Oh, my God. And- really? He was dismissed.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, and I just also love this part of jury duty, uh, which you kind of find out what everyone's jobs are, what they do, and like... I don't know. It's it's interesting if you're into learning about people and what they do and what they say.
3: No, I would say, like, the, the more uncomfortable – or for me, the, the uncomfortable thing was that teacher who said, like, I have all these kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 30-something kids or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? And it turns out he's just a teacher,
3: I guess. Yeah, I mean, like – like trying to frame it as like his children is like it's weird enough, but his demeanor while doing it was like really <laughs> weird and skeevy. It was off putting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Very These, very these weird. are the
3: moments
2: where I, I kind of it's it's weird. There's a there's a fine line you have to walk between believability but it being funny, right? And right. It, it's it's hard to like kind of suspect one over the other. And I guess th- they're choosing to ride more on the slightly comedic end of it, but it still ends up being pretty dry overall. You know what I mean? Right. It's, like a, right. it's, it's kind of interesting that the, the, the way they have to ride this premise to make sure it actually works without giving too much away.
3: But this is also a setting that probably has the most elasticity for this because it's a commonly shared experience for you know, the general public, yes. in which you are forced to interact with a bunch of weird, different people you've never met before. Right. Yeah. And, and from
0: all walks of life. Because that's the exactly. Yeah. Duty. It's like
3: you. Uh, jury duty is one of those times where you are forced to see and interact with people you would never normally you know, associate with. like right. In a more intimate way than usual.
0: That's one of the reasons for this is success, the show's success, um, commercial success, I'd say, is because it takes place in a setting that most, if not all, people can relate to. Yeah. Similar to The Office. An office mm-hmm. space is a That's space true. I guess that's true, yeah. That most, if not all, people can relate to at some point in their lives. Cubicles, water coolers, break rooms- You know, we all know printers. Jury duty <laughs> you know, like we all know printers, scissors, scanners, everyone can relate to like Keyboards. trying to get the
3: good old printers, man,
0: the, trying to get the office printer Plus, to work. Those
2: LCD monitors, huh? Those old yeah. LCDs,
0: <laughs> mouses. Am I right? Am I right? Fucking um, my
2: those, those fucking trackball people, fuck those guys. Oh man, or you know,
0: people Listen, have, they to, have
3: RMS. Have
0: you, ever seen, have you ever seen those, those mice, uh, mouses, mice? I don't know, Mice um, that are like the vertical, vertical ones?
3: mice. Yeah. Oh In fact, my God. Dan just got one. What?
0: <laughs> no, yeah. that's bananas. Yep. See,
3: look, yeah. it ran out of battery, so I'm back to using my normal. I don't one right
0: like now. it. I tried it once on my coworkers It is hard.
3: Yeah, I
2: I, I borrowed my coworkers once too, I didn't and like, like it. it's it's really hard to click. It's awkward. Like
3: yeah. Do you like I, it, Dan? I, I am getting used to it, but it ran out of battery before I could get fully used to it, and it's making me discouraged, so.
0: It feels <laughs> it feels weird to me, but it's supposed to be, like, ergonomically better for your hand, I guess. Yeah. Right?
3: I'm
2: trying to combat some, the, some it's pain. It's when you have, um, apparently, I forget the term, it's called... It's called I think it's called scissoring. Actually, uh, when your, oh. your your forearm bones, oh, the are, bones are turned, like that's oh, what's, yeah. th- that's the real issue. It's that those bones are scissoring, and that's causing an issue. Um,
0: well, but, it's the only time it'll be an issue. Um, <laughs> um, so then, um, I think they they come back for the next day. No, they do lunch. They do – oh, do they Yeah, do it's just lunch, a lunch they break. They break for lunch.
2: Yeah, and that's the that's the crazy part where James Marsden's like, okay, I'm going to do like a really big thing to try to get out of ju- – I'm going yeah, to like,
3: also- make it even
2: more known how big I am. I'm going to buy everyone lunch when the judge comes back
0: because yeah. I saw
3: him walking He's out. He's
0: trying to get the judge to understand that I'm a big celebrity. I'm recognizable. Like, hey – but at the let same time
3: they're also setting up a reason for why the judge will suddenly be a hard ass when they get back into the into the courtroom and not let anybody go.
2: Good good planning. Yeah, it's a good plan. Yeah, like they, uh, they
3: they have him, you know, have an injury by, you know, about his car and the yeah, window but and What the fuck
0: with the car? His car got broken into? Yeah, so so what? his
2: story he's claiming is that he was going to get lunch from his car, but someone broke broken? into the car, which is like kind of nuts to do in a in a courtroom parking lot yeah. Like, yeah. where it's full of cops. But it is uh, LA,
0: so I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it, it's not impossible. It's just if I were a car thief, that's the least likely parking lot I would probably target. I but mean, the fact something. of the matter is he
3: walks back with a bloody yeah. hand. Yeah,
2: he comes back with a bloody hand and he's freaking out. And uh, James Marsden's like, oh, didn't work. But he buys everyone lunch anyway. And then we go to the next day and then we go back into selection.
3: Next day or just after
2: lunch? I think it's next day. They actually came back the next day. Yeah Okay
0: Yeah because I think At some point they, they come back For day two And yeah Because he says I watched Sonic Last night dude Yeah 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 Oh right
2: right and yeah, Dude yeah, yeah, I right. was so wrong Tried, He was he's like He's trying to make up
0: For the really <laughs> yeah, shitty Comment yeah. about saying That Sonic it's like sucked.
2: dude I was so wrong That was actually Really great <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: He's like I watched it last night He's like It was fire bro <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So he He obviously Feels bad I like about that he's that like sucked.
2: He's like no, he's You know what I'm gonna be James Marsden's friend
3: I'm gonna try yeah. to He's actually Jennifer's friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he tells James Marsden, "I thought it was hilarious. It was really good." And then James Marsden asks him, "Did you buy it or rent it?" And he's, just "Oh yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's on Hulu. Yeah, I just watched it on Hulu." And he's like, "Ah, oh, if you bought it, I would have made a dollar or something." Oh, like this that. is like
2: a this is like a slight jab at. The fact that uh, we're trying to, they're trying to get more streaming rights. Yeah. Residuals so for streaming. So that might have been yeah. a commentary
0: on that. Mm-hmm. And so he just was like, you know, oh, you should have bought the Blu-ray or something.
2: Yeah. Cause, cause, uh, uh, uh VODs actually have a different contract than streaming. So that's why actually.
0: so Yeah. So that was, that was, I liked that line. That was, that was pretty funny for him to say that. I don't even know if that's true. If he would get a dollar, is that really where it is? Probably not at? a whole no.
2: dollar, but probably <laughs> yeah. he would get it's a bigger probably cut. probably a grain of truth to it. Yeah. He definitely would get a bigger cut because there's yeah. a different deal. A dollar between, felt yeah. a lot
0: to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. A was a lot. Exactly. So, and what is this, this lady says she worked for our Reddit Bureau of Investigation? Yeah. It's like one that? of the
2: worst jokes in the episode where yeah. I think they I think they're trying to be like, she's one of those internet Detective people, yeah, oh, like takes it sleuth. upon herself to,
3: yeah, like try to solve crimes
0: on okay. her own or
2: whatever. So and, uh, that, that is a thing. Yeah. Well, no, that's not real. The Reddit bureau. No, no, I yeah, know, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, there yeah, is, yeah. there are
0: communities yeah. online. Oh yeah, that yeah. Try yeah, to yeah. Like there are people out there un-
2: doing this, un- and they're, I mean, they're the worst. <laughs> like if
0: yeah, they have solved some cases, but sometimes they've done more damage. <laughs> the
2: vast majority of the time, they're causing yeah, it more damage. Irresponsible.
0: Right. Exactly. And they're
2: doing it for the views. They're not doing it for the actual like you know, kindness of their heart. Uh, so
0: yeah. So this is where they go through. They then go through the excuses, which we touched upon the guy with his back issues, the racist who then says he's not racist. And
3: good tag later when he brings it up one more time. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And then this guy, the weird, the weird, uh, water backpack guy, he's into cybernetics. I guess. Mm -hmm. Which is he's into
2: transhumanism? Transhumanism,
0: yeah. yes. which is uh that's real.
2: That is yeah, a that's thing. a real
3: thing. Yeah.
0: What what is th- what is it's that about, exactly? I'm trying to recall about, what exactly like, he. It's
3: about exceeding human limitations with human made augmentations.
0: Okay, yeah, so like so this it, guy said, and like inserting this pouch into like his
3: yeah, like giving yourself right. like a sick robot arm would be transhuman. Uh, I mean, like I
0: see. like the okay.
2: practical and like actual view of transhumanism is basically being like, Hey, you know, back when we invented writing, that was transhumanism because we took a technological step that extended memory that would be considered transhumanism or so like,
0: okay. So is it a good thing? Do we like it then? (laughs) I mean, trans, I mean,
2: transhumanism is not a, like, like most philosophies, it's not like a bad or good philosophy. It's just an existing philosophy and you take it for what it is but he's doing like a like a jokey version of it where he's like i'm gonna be like a cyborg
0: well and- so he says it's advocating for changing attitudes around the incorporation of cybernetics into everyday life right, one version is of just that a could setup be that. for
3: him to have whatever crazy invention he comes up with right so yeah. basically
0: yeah like maybe have a robot arm or something
2: that could like be invention. one version of that but you know Basically, transhumanism is is an extension of embodied cognition. It's essentially what it is.
0: Yeah. And then James Marsden is called upon and... He they ask if he served on a jury before, and he says yes. And he says, at can,
2: yeah, like, also not a great joke, in my opinion. <laughs>
0: yeah. Not, yeah, that, that one fell flat because this one actually cemented the fact that
3: he's stupid. Oh, like, James Marsden
0: is playing dumb, right? yeah, like he's like, playing
3: an idiot, like
0: <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. Because also, if if I were Ronald, I would be like, is James Marsden really this? Stupid. Well, at the same life. time,
3: Ronald seems like the sort of guy who may not necessarily get what can is.
0: He might not know what what the Cannes Film Festival in France is. No, he might. No, he not might know. not
3: have fully picked up on the joke he was even making. Or it like, doesn't look made, like or, it
0: because he's in the box next to um, James Marsden, and he doesn't really have. He just like, has a, a reaction. blank expression. Yeah. Because it were me, I would have looked at James Marsden and been like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like, yeah, that's that's. Did a pretty, you just like, say can as a jury? And they're like, no, we mean like in like government, not like a jury duty on a, like a jury on a film festival. Yeah. And then he says that he wouldn't be a good juror because he's recognizable, which now thinking about it, I do think that's how most celebrities get out of jury duty is that they're considered like recognizable and a public figure or whatever. But in this case, the judge is not buying it. As we touched upon before, he says, I don't fucking recognize you. I don't know who you are. He goes and rattles off his Sonic movies and, you know, other movies that he's in and, uh, X-ray, X-ray, X-Men, Enchanted, Westworld, things like that. And he has Ronald rattle off what films he was in. And the judge asks him if he's seen all those movies. And Ronald says, no. <laughs> and I was like, I would say the same thing. I would be like, actually, no, I have not seen all those movies. And I he mean, says, it's
3: fine to be truthful there. Yeah. yeah. And he, but it's fine.
0: And, he, yeah. and the judge says, do you think him sitting on this jury would be a distraction? And Ronald says, very truthfully, not for me. No, it's not a distraction Yeah, that's a for response me. that I would
3: give. It's like, well, I, I've been sitting next to this guy this whole time, and I'm, I've gotten used to it already. It's fine.
0: Yeah, and also, at the end of the day, James Marsden is just another person, right? So, I, I personally also would not be distracted by that.
3: Yo, but he's the guy from Hop. <laughs> <laughs> Hop! Yeah.
0: So, he, James Marsden gets upset at this that he just really can't get out of it and he calls someone for help um, to what's assumed is he we later find out that some paparazzi shows up so I, f- I assume he called someone to send over some paparazzi yes to yes kind that's, of
2: the, that's the, the, the up, try to
3: frame it this way
0: yeah to try to amp up his celebrity status and be like look the, the paparazzi knows I'm here and they're taking pictures and
3: I think he even has like a line like if that's not a distraction I don't know what is
0: Exactly. It's it's very staged. That would also be a red flag for me if I was Ronald. I would be like, "What? Like what is going on? There's cameras showing up, uh, um photographers and it just feels kind of wacky. Kind of too crazy to be true." But Ronald seems like I don't want I don't know how to put this. Ronald seems like a very I don't want to say naive. But I think that's why the show was also popular is he's very trusting. I think he's yes. the I, perfect guy to be pranked in this situation. I think I think it's
2: almost <laughs> that he's not paying attention. You know what I yeah. mean? I think it's just more of like like he's in a a situation that's traditionally boring so he's just letting his mind wander. So he's kind of just being like, what? What up? He's a
0: solar contractor. Yeah, yeah. His job is a solar panel contractor. Right. And and
3: he's only observing some of the quirkiness that we're observing as an audience. Like, we're actively engaging in all the written content, and he's only getting some of it.
2: Yeah, they're editing in how wacky this is. And I'm assuming he's only getting maybe like 10% of it. Yeah,
0: because we're seeing close up moments between people. There's no way he could have been able to observe that, but I guess maybe that's one way to go around it, but I think overall, too, it does work because Ronald is seemingly from this episode. He's so nice, a little naive, he's charming, he's willing he's very trusting, he's willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. even the fact that he met James Marsden didn't recognize him, said his movie sucked or he and heard then his went, movie sucked heard his movie sucked. Went home that night, watched the movie, came back and apologized. <laughs> I think says something about his character where he's like, he's I'm like oh man, I feel kind of bad that I talked about the
3: yeah. movie. Yeah, the Maybe fact that all that it, happened yeah. completely of his own volition is yeah, pretty yeah. like, it's it's good stuff for the show.
0: It is. It's amazing. If I were the producers on the show, I'd be like, this guy's perfect. There is yeah. no fucking way this guy is just playing, slotting right in perfectly. To this, um, better Which than is another reason why
3: out. I was like, "Is this even like? Are they even telling the truth here? Like, is this really a hoax show?"
0: I can confirm it really is.
3: Right, right. And uh, by at this point, I do believe it. It's just that in the moment, because they were showing so much extra stuff. That goes above and beyond what a normal hoax show does. I was like, what is this really?
0: It's also just the perfect casting. Like, yeah, Ronald really, they got really lucky with Ronald.
3: A lot of things happened a little too perfectly or so perfectly that it made me question He's
0: he's a cutie, you know, I think people also fell in love with his his image, too, because he's 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 always
3: smiling. He's got
0: this traditional cute smile and, you know, face that's easy on the eyes, you know, so like he looks he has a nice face yeah right? that, that, very that personable looks, look yeah he looks very kind mm. um he looks like someone that would be very kind and and trusting
2: he has the classic puppy dog stare yeah he does he, have a uh, puppy dog stare or he's sort of like oh uh, i'm I'm just here man um i'm not causing yeah. any trouble
0: yeah <laughs> you know, he's so. very unassuming and he does have these puppy dog eyes i'm just here he's to sell like you solar, solar panels a- yeah, nice. he 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 has this look to him that's very innocent. I
2: I if if I was to think of a solar panel con, like contractor, he looks like a solar panel contractor. Like yeah. he, he looks like the guy I would If I met up, him and he told me, "Hey, I'm a, a solar panel
3: contractor," I'd be like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense."
0: <laughs> so we go through everything. The jury selection seems to be solidified. It's confirmed that Ronald is indeed on the main jury, and that James Marsden is an alternate. Juror, mm-hmm it seems like along with this other man, right? Who he made fun of, and then
2: and then that's when he swiftly, starts the paparazzi thing.
0: Yes, and then that that's where the that's when the paparazzi's show up, and they're swearing in, uh, taking their oaths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the paparazzi show up,
2: and then the climax of it is that the judge kind of goes nuts. He kind of goes, you know what? We're going to sequester everybody. <laughs> Which is like kind of unprecedented. Like you would. Well, The Simpsons did it.
0: (laughs) So I didn't think this was actually a real thing. I know that, that, I've always heard of sequestering a jury. I didn't think it was actually something that they did for real.
2: I think, I think, correct. Someone knows better than I, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I think you need like a certain set of circumstances for a judge to be able to sequester a jury that way. I think it needs to be particularly high profile or something. I think they can't just do it to any jury just because so, they feel like it. So
0: That would have been also a red flag of mine is I probably would have gone home and been like, "Well, what? what is this a,
2: or, am I they allowed to do that?" Like, you know?
0: <laughs> it seems like it would have to be like a O.J. Simpson case yeah. or something or
2: But they know, almost have to for the premise of the show in order for right. it to work. So mm-hmm.
0: They they have to or else there would be no show, right?
2: Right, right,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should look it up with the sequestering.
3: Apparently, uh according to Wikipedia. Yeah, sequest- what's Wikipedia? Sequestration said? is most commonly used in high profile trials in which media coverage and public conversations about the case may be so ubiquitous that it's difficult for jurors to avoid. Yeah,
2: which is not the case here. Yeah, it
3: doesn't uh, seem like it would be the case. I think they, this-
0: the producers tried to make it the case by the paparazzi showing up, but that's I feel like that's not a That wouldn't enough. be about
2: the case. It would just be about James Marsden. So
3: okay. And and here here just for a little more context, like recent high profile cases that that, like this would fall under is OJ Simpson ninety five, oh. George oh, Zimmerman in twenty thirteen, right. and Bill Cosby in twenty seventeen.
0: Oh, okay. See, I was right about OJ. Right, I, that's exactly the first case I thought of. Was like that well, yeah. is one where you definitely need to sequester a sequestered jury.
2: I mean, like mm-hmm. the, the like the Donald Trump grand jury was sequestered. You know, they they, had they all, should
0: also be. Yeah, anything that's yeah. related. All the ones you listed are definitely cases where. That would yeah. be appropriate. So this I think we've answered the question.
3: Like it that. does happen. Or it in can fact, I think
2: happen. the Donald Trump grand jury was actually a secret grand jury. I think that they did that. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, but obviously you need, su- you need some suspension of disbelief in order for the plot. to ha- And luckily they have a guy who seems to be like, ex- he literally says, I'm excited. So, right. <laughs> Like, super he still down. thinks this is part of the
3: documentary thing. He just walked into like, "Hey, this is actually trying to be really well." Wow, this
2: documentary is turning out really well for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: that's probably what's going through his mind. I'm kind probably. of wondering why do you think they put James Marsden as an alternate jury juror and not on the main one? I was kind of maybe it's because James, James Marsden same- didn't
2: want to have to directly act so much. You know what I mean? And he might be maybe. more expensive. Like, why not
0: put him on the main?
2: It's also, yeah. I think it's just so that he doesn't have to, like, expend as much energy.
3: Maybe, I, maybe I feel we'll like find this out
0: later why Well, yeah,
3: is. like, this question would probably be better answered by later episodes that we can't see yet, or at least like I it's, it's can't clearly,
0: see yet. It's clearly set up that way, and it seems like it's done as, like, a plot line of some kind. Like, he's an alternate juror for some reason. Maybe something happens to one of the jury members.
2: I think it's also to have the, the, the kind of drama for him at the end where he's like, I got out of it. I didn't. Right.
3: It's it's them writing out a bit of the very last
2: possibility. I'm in. You know. So I don't
3: know if I like want to care that much about that fictional drama that they create for those moments. It's like I want to know about Ronald, and I don't care exactly that you know these guys are trying to develop. uh, That's my problem with the
2: show. It's that like part of it is like the the like we're in on it immediately, right? We we don't need to like be continually showed a fiction like we know that's a fiction so th- that part of it,
0: it you want more ronald
2: yeah because because the fiction is immediately not interesting when we're told to not suspend our disbelief anymore we're immediately told not to i think yeah that's just what i i, I personally think think about i
0: i can see what you're saying and and the last couple scenes here are they all go into a room and there's kind of like a CNN interview chair set up.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> where they're like, we want to interview you. And they all have to describe how they're feeling about being on the jury in one word. And I, I think it's kind of a throwaway scene, to be honest. But then we get to a coming up on this season sequence that I think personally should be considered in. Uh, this episode as part of the pilot, obviously, yeah, yeah. since it's yeah, sure. it's uh, trying to entice us to keep watching. Yeah, they're
3: doing like wacky stuff. They're like at a party. Oh yeah, like, and they're showing you way more of Ronald reacting to things happening around him. Yeah,
2: there's some guy who has like like yeah. uh, like crutches as a chair. On his ass I'm, pretty sure
3: that's, I'm pretty sure that's a transhumanist guy. Okay.
0: It, it could be the transhumanist guy. I mean, there's some pretty wacky moments in the coming up on in this season. There's lots of partying, drinking. Some sort of
3: mannequins in a dark room. like mannequins. Yeah, that one's a little enticing. Like, how did they get to a mannequin dark room? Like, that's how a will you do, game How setting. will
2: you do that believably? How will yeah, we exactly, believably like, get to a room of mannequins? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. there's
0: yeah. some kind of party. There's food being thrown. There's people thinking throwing up out of buses hotel rooms i mean it just there's a there seems like there's a lot of stuff that's going to occur and yeah this might be my favorite part of the episode because it does kind of set it up as something really fucking crazy but I don't I think know. It kind of you know,
2: has to, they,
0: yeah. Well, to keep watching, right? But then it it really,
2: well, in my opinion, because the rest of it was actually really dry. That it was
0: not exciting. None, yeah. none, of this. None of the. None of the scenes here were anything remotely close to what we watched.
2: Yeah. So right. I think you needed some sort. Of, I have. A, I don't know. At least in my personal experience, I was watching, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then, like the montage at the end happens, and you're like, "Oh." They get really wacky somehow. How does that? Yeah, so they actually
3: do do the thing that I thought they were going to do. It just comes later. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
0: But I wonder, are we going to get more Ronald? I feel you on that. Where like I do, since we know literally from the first frame, this show starts. It starts with a text, a text summary Mm -hmm. explaining exactly what the setup is Mm
1: -hmm. on how
0: everyone is actors. Ronald is the only non actor. It's mm-hmm. all a prank, blah blah blah. And so, us the audience, we know everything we're watching is written and, yes. and constructed for us. And so, is getting more of that the more? Is that what we really want to see, or is it we or because or are we more personally interested in Ronald, who's the wild card?
2: It's Ronald. That's definitely Ronald. So the the problem is that once you know it is a prank. The entire tension of the prank is about how the pranky reacts, right? Right. And I yes. think we also live in a world where the bar has been set really, really high for prank style shows. I mean, like back in the day, you had oh, like Oh,
0: yeah. You, let's you, get into it. Well, well, you you had, let's like, talk about the history of prank TV. Yeah, because you had right? like you had
2: Jackass, you had I mean how many for had, well, Yeah, was, yeah but how Punk'd. fucking long was Punked on? You know, you had the Tom Green show, you know, you had all these shows, right? Wasn't there an actual show called Pranked? Uh, maybe, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but then but like, we
0: should also talk about Nathan for you.
2: Well, that was, what I was going to say is that like, this is, this is a post Nathan for you slash the rehearsal, the rehearsal world. Mm-hmm. And they're essentially doing a version of the rehearsal that is way less interesting in my opinion. Like, oh, yeah. like Nathan for you alone. He, okay. Like, yes, it's broadly funny. But the audacity of what he's willing to do in Nathan for you and the sincerity by which he he not only interacts as the Nathan for you character with the prankies, but also the way to interact back is the tension of that show. And with the rehearsal, you know, the tension isn't that, oh, we're like interested in what's happening next with whatever characters Nathan's bringing up. The tension is that we're all in on the joke but we want to know what happens next. So like we're going along with the journey with Nathan to kind of see what really happens next. And sometimes the results are wild. Like he literally has been on the news for Nathan for you, like 10 so times or something. Let's,
0: for those who haven't seen Nathan for you. Like me. Let's oh Dan. Oh, okay. Well, we're well, adding that to the fucking list right well, now. Well, let's
2: let's summarize <laughs> it really quick. So Nathan yeah, for let's you, summarize it. Yeah. the, the p- parodical I mean, I know the pre- premise. But- <laughs> yeah. The parodical premise is that he is a small business, uh, helper. Like he'll come in and help. He has your a small business, business degree, which is yeah. true. Yeah, he legitimately has a business degree. Yeah, and he legitimately like went to school for this. Yes, and he goes to small businesses and offers them things like. Hey, okay, so you're a coffee shop, but you're not doing too hot. What we're going to do is we're going to rebrand your coffee shop, dumb Starbucks. And because of that, there's a parody law that allows us to just call it dumb Starbucks. And it's going to make bank. It's going to make so much money. And the funny thing that happened uh, in that is that the guy who was actually the, the coffee shop owner, actually hated the idea and rejected it in the episode. <laughs> so what Nathan did out of spite was open up his own dumb Starbucks mm. and it actually did so well. It ended up on the news. Like, and then like another one, the probably another really famous one is the Sarah's favorite goat in the water, uh, mm. which is yes. there was a petting zoo or there was a farm. It was a, a farm, farm that was doing poorly, like financially. So they are like, we need to give you a viral sensation.
0: We need to get, we need to make a viral moment for you. Yes. And and have like something that everybody will love.
1: Yeah. And and so
0: they stage this goat uh, jumping in the water and through a viral video, they stage it to save a pig no no
2: it's the other way around a pig oh, really? saves a goat
0: oh is it is it yeah, oh yeah yeah that, that's right that's right the yeah goat that's why the guy says goat in the water right yeah that's right <laughs> i'm sorry it's the other way around because they were trying to highlight the pig yeah, as, the, as the pig a, lives on the detraction. farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so want it literally like a babe,
2: yeah. like a Charlotte's web. Yeah. Stage. Exactly, Charlotte's web. Yeah.
0: So the goat, the little baby goat is in the water, but it, secretly it's being held up by a team of scuba divers and there's a
1: track, <laughs> and a everything plastic under. track.
0: There's a plastic track for everywhere, there's animal safety coordinators everywhere. It's all very coordinated but looked to look organic. And so the goat ends up in the water, the pig jumps and mm-hmm. guides the goat up the bank to yeah. safety. And it goes, it, they post it online and it goes viral organically.
2: Yeah, like organically. Nathan is legitimately shocked. It gets like a million views and like people three People love
0: animal <laughs> rescue videos where this little and the guy's screaming goat in the water and they hire a guy to just film it on his iPhone or whatever. Yeah. And it goes viral and it goes organically viral. Nathan is blown away yeah. by what has and, happened. And it
2: actually is like <laughs> it has almost gone too far. So yeah. he actually tells the 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 farm owner uh, we can't actually attach your name to this now. I think this has gone too far. <laughs> you will have not you will basically
0: have non-stop business if we attach your You might farm actually
2: damage your business if this. we attach to this level of attraction to it.
0: Like so. that's how that's how popular it got. Yeah. And so there's there's <laughs> endless episodes of Nathan yeah. Nathan of this all going. Of his episodes going viral, right? Yeah,
2: but then there is the rehearsal, which is the follow-up and which is actually closer to what jury duty is. So the rehearsal Mm -hmm. is actually kind of a sequel to the last episode of Nathan For You. The last episode of Nathan For You, long story short, he's trying to get a friend of his to reunite with the long lost love, right? And what happens is that in order to get his friend to practice how he would talk to her, he stages on on a set like a room, a fake version of his long lost love and has his friend come in and rehearse like different ways of like meeting her and what he would say and how she would react and all that. Right. But this long lost love is real,
3: right? Is real. Yes. Yes. This is
0: all real. So basically it's, he goes at lengths to create meticulously create simulations that allow people to rehearse. Mm -hmm. for a specific life challenge like oh i'm going to have this difficult conversation with this person and now i get to practice with trained actors every version of this scenario so that when it actually happens in real life i will be prepared for it
3: yeah it is honestly a novel idea and uh
2: (laughs) the rehearsal is essentially that like it starts off with him being like kind of small scale like one um guy uh has like he's a part of like a friend a group of friends they're all do trivia night mm-hmm. yeah, and he's actually <laughs> he, yeah and yeah he, he had a a white lie where he said oh i'm a i'm a college graduate right he just said it but c- because he's embarrassed that he hasn't actually graduated college but now he's like torn up about it and he wants to be able to come out cleanly to his friends that i I don't have a college degree. So they meticulously spend like two episodes not only recreating the bar down to the fucking brick in a warehouse.
0: It's like an exact (laughs) replica of the bar that they have the trivia night in. They have the same menu, the same food. Yeah.
2: Like (laughs) (laughs) everything. Actors who are like look like regulars at the bar show up at the bar and they have them rehearse. And I don't want to spoil what happens in the rest of the series because the rehearsal is legitimately, like, shocking. But there's this part where Nathan himself essentially gets very involved personally, and it turns into this whole well, thing. Well,
0: it, it what's fascinating about the rehearsal is it morphs. It starts off yes. as something. And as we go through the series, it essentially becomes kind of a memoir slash internal piece for about Nathan yeah
2: it becomes because
0: you know? he's going through a divorce at the time or had already he's, been divorced yeah. just
2: gotten divorced or something yeah. and, it and it
0: slowly becomes about him and his life on and a his very desire realistic for like a
2: family level. and like maybe all this it's so interesting it, like, it really huh. it's
0: it's really done very fantastically it's done really well and nathan is the perfect person for this type of prank tv show i think nathan for you and the rehearsal are some of the best if some not the, best, the best yeah the best shows in this genre like to the me prank TV to shows. me
2: nathan for you and the rehearsal is to prank shows what arrested development is to sitcoms it's like on a different level that makes you think about it completely differently whereas mm-hmm. like like, like part of the tension of Nathan for you is that, yes, you are told it's a prank, but is Nathan actually like faking it or is he real? There's a double layer of tension where you're not sure if Nathan is genuinely responding as Nathan really would or this right. is also a part. And that's kind of like what it's I half
0: and half sometimes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, sometimes you wonder is that a genuine response or is that really Nathan? Especially in the rehearsal. In the I rehearsal, I mean, I you're think like,
0: when he found out that in Nathan for you, that one guy <laughs> like collects and drinks like was it drinks his, little boy his, pee? His, his,
2: uh, yeah, his, he, lo- he his his He's like he was like about you know, he was like some a clip of that. Pee? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I think Nate that was a genuine reaction yeah, yeah. from Nathan. Yeah, the person yeah, I mean, he's like, he's, he's he like you know like, you sometimes I drink my grandson's
2: pee. And he was like, "You what?"
0: He's like, "I'm sorry, you, you what?" Like yeah, that?
3: It was just legit bewilderment. Yeah. And I'm and sure like, many
0: people have seen. And his that response clip, to that
2: was, uh, "His response to that was, it doesn't have to be a grandson's pee; it could be any little boy's
0: pee." Yeah, <laughs> and that was shocking. And I remember thinking, I think Nathan has broke his character. Yeah, you, like you could you could see the, the see little the glimmer
2: in his eyes like shatter and go, "What?" <laughs>
0: And I think he has confirmed that that genuinely caught him. Yeah, there was like guard. a Reddit
2: AMA and he was like, this is that this was was not fucking crazy. Whatsoever.
0: <laughs> um, so I mean, like in comparison, Jury Duty when comparing it to shows like Nathan For You and The Rehearsal, it falls pretty short <laughs> and pretty it, low.
2: I think it's because I missed that I think it would have been kind of neat actually, like Dan kind of touched on it. What if there was the tension of like, is this the really the way James Marson acts acts or not? You know, like in yeah, the Yeah, situ- but he's
0: so clearly paying not James Marson. I know. I have, it's just you know? like
2: I, I wish there was less like focus on the tertiary characters and like more focus on their little friendship forming. Because that's like the most interesting part where you you like force yeah, James like Marson. Mar- to hang out with this guy and see what happens. Yeah,
0: I actually kind of wish they just told James Marsden, just be yourself. Because that would have been way cooler. Like, why does James Marsden have to play a character? Can't yeah. he just play himself?
2: And I, and I get that, like, they needed to also have him do certain things in order to keep their, their schedule rolling. Like, you know, calling the paparazzi and doing all that stuff. But right. he could do that in a character that isn't so like, maybe, maybe in the moment when you're not paying a ton of attention, like Ronald is, you're kind of being like, okay, maybe he's just being weird. But I think as you watch it, you kind of go that that feels like a performance. I think that's the genius of Nathan is that Nathan Fielder knows exactly how this will look on TV. Like he seems to like really strongly craft, not what the people are seeing, but what the viewer is seeing. Yeah. He's he's not that he's not as interested as what's actually the other people are responding as. It's more mm-hmm. about the final product of the show, not the prank. So I think that's what makes his approach to it really fast. He's like he's treating it like a film where he's planning also, it from the edit. You know, like
0: uh, Nathan is a he's a comedian, right? So he he's a comedian, so he understands how to and a
2: magician. So he has this yeah. idea of of like illusion and how he to
0: understands like, how like, to set up a joke. In a funny scenario because it it's what he also does. He knows how to do that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You know, so but I mean, I don't know I don't know if there were like legit comedy writers on this show. I mean, obviously they're the same It's from the, as office, the people, office people, right? Yeah, so there's gotta be
2: written in
3: some way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, like the Office there are all these was writers not a prank like- show, right?
3: <laughs> it wasn't a well, yeah, with we, but also like they came up with all these different characters and scenes for people to act out without Ronald really. You could attention. see these people being in the office, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, these are office. These are the office people. Yeah. But yes.
0: that's not what this show is. It's like a drama writer who only well, that's does drama the thing. It's writing. Like, comedy. Is
2: it it's not like, what this show sense. is. Yeah, I, I think, don't know I, if I, it's not what this show is. I think I think I understand. Dan's, and that's why I don't like it. Like I, I'm jiving with <laughs> Dan's point of view, which is that. Yeah. Like, do you want to be another office or are you a prank show or, or like a reality prank show? Yeah, Which one cool. are you? Yeah. Like, cause you're trying to do both and one is far less interesting than the other, at least to me. Uh, yeah. Are I, you
0: a Nathan for you and rehearsal or are you kind of in between or are you just straight up the office, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or Arrested development or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of, it doesn't really make a decision, but maybe that's, I guess that's where we should get to the point. Would you continue watching would you stay tuned
2: what would you what would you do dan what i'll would let you... you
0: say first dan
2: nope oh. <laughs> oh
0: nope dan's done
2: i i would say no yeah
0: <laughs> so can i can i hear I, w- I would love to hear why tell me about it why um
3: i mean i've been getting at it the like whenever i've been talking about this show it's just pick what kind of show you want to be Do you want to tell me about these quirky characters? Or do you want me to see how Ronald reacts to things? But I can't pay attention to both.
0: And you don't believe that they would settle that moving forward?
3: Maybe they might. But I haven't been given enough confidence to, you know, Mm. go in for the long haul. I don't really want to To stick this out.
0: Right. That that makes sense. What about you, Marvin?
2: Uh, I would also say no. And for me, I think it's actually that. What clinches the deal of it seeming less interesting to me is actually the the ending montage where you're kind of seeing like, look how wacky it gets. And I'm kind of like, okay, does that mean they're just gonna go for broader, wackier situational humor? Or are they going to like genuinely explore something that's bizarre? But it doesn't seem like they're actually going to explore a bizarre idea. Cause like one like like I said, like an interesting thing you could explore is how does like a a, average dude like Ronald start like becoming friends with James Marsden, right? Like, let's say like in in a mundane scenario while they have to do a mundane task, right? Like that could be kind of interesting to see how they cope with that. But Mm -hmm. the, the montage seems to show truly like out of left field things that just seem like wacky, like the, like the mannequin room, what the hell's going on there? You know, like it's like, Crazy, but it also makes me like lose confidence in the direction I think the show wants to go. Because even though it's really dry, I think the fact that when we discuss it, we're laughing a lot, I think shows that some of the content in there is actually pretty good. I think it's just that they keep waffling between... Are we gonna go for something where we're examining what is truthful and what isn't, or are we going to go for just wacky stuff that's clearly not real and just go for it? You know, so I I think that makes me less enticed to watch because I, I kind of I kind of don't think uh, like I want to like what is the what is the TV viewing. Uh, the equivalent of not worth the calories, like Prue says, mm. British, British baking show. You know, is it worth? I guess is it worth my time? Yeah, it's uh, a worth your time thing. Versus it's like
0: not worth my the eye pain, the eye strain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, versus like uh, like a Nathan for you is just like I can't stop watching that show. When we were watching it together, I was like, oh, I want to watch the next one right away. You know, like
3: well, and I th- I think it's telling that I also have this opinion of the show not having seen Nathan for you or the rehearsal. I don't even have a better example to compare to right now. Mm. And I still don't want to continue. Interesting. Uh, I was, I that this is what made me really
2: surprised that this was such a, a big hit. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think, you know,
0: people really love the office and I'm not, well, and one I, of I those think people. the way they
3: frame it is why it failed for me. It's like the way they set it up and present you with like, this is a hoax though. It's all fake. It. it that's what makes sure I don't care about anybody.
2: I think Sarah brings up a good point though. Like, does, does any of you, any of us here, like The Office?
0: I don't. Um, no. <laughs> I watched through
3: maybe four seasons of it. Oh, Okay, um, okay, yeah, but like in a communal setting. So like, I enjoyed yeah. myself in in places, but it's not like a high yeah, I tier. I don't like The Office. It's not for me.
0: it's not a high tier thing for me. And, and the producers of the show are interviewed and quoted as saying, "This show is very simple. It's The Office in court." There's nothing deeper. So they actually
3: say that. Okay.
0: They're very, very clear that it's literally just what if the office was in court?
3: I'll be honest with you. A much more compelling idea that is similar to this for me is what if you found a person who has never even heard about the office and hired him to work in (laughs) the office? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah,
2: Yeah, I watched I watched a few episodes and I didn't understand why it's funny uh, I think it's like okay like okay the biggest thing that I found bewilderingly like that the people chili? found yeah the chili Kevin's yeah, I don't chili I get that either I don't get it and then like I posted about it once on social media I was asking people like why do people laugh at the Kevin dropping chili thing because it just seems like I feel looks, <laughs> I just go oh that sucks he just dropped his chili and people like go like oh you don't get it like Kevin's kind of a jerk so it's okay for him to like get schadedenfrau and drop his chili I'm like okay. But
0: (laughs) I mean, I think there are certain people where shows like, you know, there's people who love Friends. And I'm not one of those people. There are people I would who say the office, the office is
2: probably a bit better than The Friends. Than the Friends. I, no, The <laughs> Office is better than Friends.
0: But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I get, I feel yeah, exactly. Like these exactly. shows attract certain types of people. Wow, like we sound really
2: hoity-toity now. People. We're like, yeah, well, we're honestly, <laughs> this
0: is getting a little
2: getting a little. Eh. I don't know if but, I want to keep on signing, on all I'm and saying, signing off on all this. All
0: I'm saying is, personally, I am not one of those people that, are gravi- that gravitate towards comedy. Yeah, I, I, I will comedy. say that. I will say
2: personally, yeah.
0: Personally. I'm not saying that those people are less than or anything. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is I am personally not one of those people that find The Office or Friends enjoyable shows to watch. And
2: the thing is, I genuinely love sitcoms. Like I love The Drew Carey Show. I really enjoyed Coach. Like these are uh, there's even some seasons of King of Queens, which is funny because it's a meme now. But like I actually genuinely enjoyed King of Queens for a bit until it was obvious that the whole point of King of Queens is that he's just a jack. They're both jackasses and they just do stuff. But I genuinely enjoy sitcoms, you know, and it's, it's not that I don't enjoy Wait, were you waiting of- for
3: a sitcom to go somewhere.
2: No, 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 no. I just meant like that That was the only joke of King of Queens is that they're both horrible people. That's kind of like the only joke. Whereas like the joke of coach is that they, you know, they have a mundane comedy situation, but it ends in something so crazy and bizarre that you're just like, oh, okay. Or the Drew Carey show is just like. Drew Carey himself is so into so many different things, like musicals and like sports and like sci fi stuff. Like, he doesn't, there's, there's a season where he dies and goes to heaven and comes back as a baby. Like, it gets fucking crazy, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I am willing, I, I was, you know, really on board with the fact that he's willing to do all this weird stuff. And, that, you know, Drew Carey show, I, I found, is a pretty good I mean, show. Me
0: too. I do like sitcoms as well, just certain types. it yeah. just, these are not the types of. Shows that I'm drawn to personally. And for that reason, I would also not continue watching Jury Duty.
2: How much of it had you seen? You said you saw the first one. Is, is that um
0: I've seen bits and pieces of it here and there through okay. social media and whatnot. You know, since none of us are gonna continue to watch it, I believe at the <laughs> end they the final episode where the the hoax is revealed, they gift him a hundred thousand dollars.
3: Oh, okay. That's, that's not a bad ending to that. That's nice of them. They didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, when I think about these prank shows and things like that, and when I was hearing about Jury Duty, mm-hmm. it just made me think about some of the ethics behind it. Where Jury Duty is just one of the most boring, <laughs> annoying things that you can subject a person to. <laughs> and I feel morally... Mad and angry that they subjected this poor guy to this ridiculousness without him knowing. Like I get angry on his behalf. Like I would if I was in his place. I would be pissed if I spent this much time finding out that it was all fake and just you know just. A well, joke if you get a hundred
3: k on the tail end of it, a hundred k
0: after taxes or before taxes? What would we doing? Okay, yeah,
3: that, that, that's that's <laughs> a fair that's, thing. To, that's to, still to, much better I, than I, a yeah, lot of other. Be- yeah, it's true.
2: Like, there's a lot of reality style, not even prank shows, but just lying to people shows that they don't do that for. Like, what
0: I'm trying to say is it gets into the question, like, around, like, who's the butt of the joke? Is it okay to to do this, to subject people to this without their knowledge for our entertainment? Like, it Well, kind of they goes got his consent these,
3: before they put it out, I'm for sure. For a documentary,
0: right? though. But the point is, is he's already been through the the joke like is ronald the butt of the joke of this series no see that's the thing they're trying to frame it
3: that way
2: yeah i think Uh that's why i'm asking
0: i'm asking yeah i i think
2: i think i think that at least to their credit they're not trying to make fun of him uh they're not trying to say it's not like an idiot abroad where it's just like fucking what's his name off the original british office man what's his name uh, Gervais yeah Bricky, Bricky Gervais just making fun of his friend over and over right it's, it's not that they're like he's like genuinely just in it and they're not trying to frame him as anything other than a real person you know so they're being pretty kind to him in jury duty so I think in this show it rides the line in terms of whether you could argue it's ethical or not but there's other shows where you can go that's super not ethical like do you remember uh, uh, there was a show called do you want to Marry Harry? where a guy pretended without saying out loud that he's Prince Harry. And all of these women thought that they had a shot at going out and marrying Prince Harry. And I don't remember that at all. Or like uh, the, the, the fake bat millionaire uh, bachelor show. There was like an episode, Joe millionaire. Yeah. On Fox. Oh where, yeah.
3: Joe millionaire. Yeah. There's also Joe millionaire.
2: Where they're like, Hey, you might marry a millionaire. And like, I'm pretty sure those, all those women were never compensated. And I'm pretty sure that they were the butt of the joke. Like they were being essentially pointed out as being vain and shitty. So it's like.
0: So what's interesting is I've, I've come up on, there's an interview with the producers and mm-hmm. they basically ask, like, do you have a fallout plan in place of if Ronald didn't react favorably about the reveal in the finale? And so they say, you know, from the beginning The whole ethos of the show was like they never wanted to do a show that said, oh, look, a Hollywood show took an unsuspecting person who volunteered to be part of jury duty, and now they're going to make his life miserable and uncomfortable, and they didn't want that kind of cringe comedy Had it not gone the way it did, they probably would not. They probably would have cut the show very differently. And then they also say that if you notice, Ronald is never the the butt of the joke. No one is trying to embarrass him. He's always reacting to people. The idea of it is that it's help me pranks. People are in peril, and you're placing him in situations where he's viewing comedy and his he's reacting. Two morons. He's a point of view character almost. Mm -hmm. He's not
2: like a character that you're watching to laugh at. He's like your lens through the rest of this weirdness almost.
3: Well, yeah, because at the same time, they're trying to display for you like, look how funny and clever we can write these other people. Yeah, and also look at that guy who's reacting in real time.
2: Yeah, and his reactions are so genuine. Like he, he, like you know, when he says, "Oh, Sonic kind of sucks, huh?" You know, like you know, like it's it's a, a yeah, response. You know, that's just
3: cool. That's just cool. You, yeah, yeah.
2: By, and but he's it. not part <laughs> of the joke when he's saying that. He's, exactly. It's just it's just a comedy that happens to be around him and the way he responds to something. So I, I, so, I, I yeah, and, and
0: they also kind of talk about. The story points and how they kind of plotted it out, and how they basically made like a decision tree. And they knew that actors Mm. needed to get to certain moments, Mm -hmm. regardless of what decision Ronald makes, Mm -hmm. Mm. you can make the next beat and you're able to reach it. So that's kind of like how they approached it. Um, So basically, for example, they give this example. If a character says to him, I don't know what to do. My girlfriend is mad at me. Should I text her? If Ronald says, yes, text her, we need the. We and, we and we need the girlfriend to break up The next thing that will happen is the guy will say She was so annoyed that I was coming on too strong She wants to break up with me And if Ronald says mm. hey take it easy Give her a second He'll say she said she's really mad that I'm not texting her that I'm oh, not
1: texting, if
2: you, do, if you it don't sort of thing. I so
0: see. it's basically like you then you've reached the next plot point and it's a little bit like you know it's like those choose your own adventure books.
2: Yeah, sort of I was kind of, about of, to say yeah. it feels like it feels like a telltale video game.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they had it mapped out where it needed to go because that's another interesting thing I wanted to kind yeah, of. Yeah,
3: I feel like that's the most interesting is, thing about yeah, the show now. It's like how they planned the actors, it out and yeah. how they executed. Why this? did they
2: not show more of that? Like more of the construction of it. That's also one of the most interesting parts of both Nathan for you and the rehearsal is that they extensively go into detail how they are constructing the fiction for the subject and they don't really
3: go into that at all. That's why I feel like the title cards betray, like, the the, the actual, like, goal of the show. They want so badly for this to be a sitcom.
2: Yeah. They I. They want this to be a sitcom. I, th- I think I think Sarah, when she found the quote of them saying, this is The Office, but
3: in court, mm-hmm. is really yeah, illuminating. Yeah, like, that cemented it for me. Because yeah. it's like, well, yeah, they, that's what they were trying to do. It just so happened that, you know, Ronald was there, too. And, yeah, like, they're trying to s- take, say that's a value add, but I'm not so certain that it is.
2: Yeah, I think it just makes it, I think it, it elevates it beyond the level of literally just doing the office in court, right? I think if they did that, they knew that that would be both reductive and like kind of lame, you know, so they that's why they probably pitched it as a hybrid thing. Um, I think I'm making
3: it a hybrid also weakened the, the sitcom portion of it because they couldn't go as wacky as they normally would to try to keep things believable, at least at first. I don't know yeah. how it goes later. Yeah. So, I, I imagine they
2: probably lull him into a, a like a, a sense of like, okay, this is normal. The way they're acting is normal. And then they get right, a little right. further each time and a little further each time. And, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's bottom... At the end of the day is Ronald did get... Compensated for this hellish, I mean, maybe funny situation they put him through. I would personally think being put through jury duty, fake he claimed he was excited, not, is, so is terrible. But you yeah, know, like, I, I, I would say
3: calling it hellish is presumptuous if we haven't well, seen that's the me. rest of the show. I,
0: I would think it's, yeah, hellish. I think personally we <laughs> no would like what. it,
2: but I think it helps that his genuine response was excited, like, yeah, like he, yeah, when they he when was they, being entertained. Yeah, he was like, oh, sequestering. How exciting, you know? Like, I think he literally thought he was, like, going through an exciting thing that he hadn't done so before. So, he
0: does this for three weeks, by the way.
2: Wow. That's three weeks. One. That's a long time for this crew and
3: cast.
0: Three yeah, weeks. That's, and really, that's, that's a
2: lot of dedication from everyone involved.
3: Wow. That's what I'm saying. It like, is. I'm really impressed by the cast and and, like, crew involved with this. Like, just being on for so long
0: yeah. and, um, so at the end of it, like I said, he gets a hundred thousand dollars. Don't know if that's before taxes or after taxes because we know it's probably, probably probably in before, half. Yeah. Um, he goes back to working his normal full- time job. And right. um, he didn't even tell people, many people, that he was on the show.
2: <laughs> Does he still? Is he still friends with James Marsden? That would be I sick. Hope so. <laughs> um, I really he hope so, he did.
0: Oh, actually, he doesn't. Uh, he said actually here in an interview, he doesn't tell many people about the show because it sounds. First of all, it's it sounds not believable, and <laughs> he feels like it's. Much rather better something that's seen rather than explained. He said he doesn't have any hard feelings towards the show for what they put him through. And he did become friends with Marsden and the rest of the cast. Whom he says he loves and is still very close with, and he has many Instagram Aww. posts with. So the real prize
2: was the friends he made along
3: the way, uh, like yeah. for real this time.
0: And he's, <laughs> he's quoted as saying, "These friendships are everything to me. These are just amazing people. They're fun. They're kind. That's one of the things that I'm taking away from this."
2: Oh, that's not um, what. A, see, this is they got the perfect guy. To, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they <laughs> found the perfect guy.
3: Honestly, yeah. Lucky for them that they he found has, him.
0: He also has plenty of memories from I guess there was trips to Margaritaville, a lot of you know, a lot of like he has unforgettable moments during the scenes that he actually really enjoyed and had a lot of fun. Um Nice, nice. And he he just he just really uh, he just really enjoyed it. Good himself.
3: for him.
2: I still wouldn't keep, I, was, I still wouldn't stay tuned though, but.
0: They <laughs> asked, I'm, I'm um, down to
3: watch some clips of like wholesome moments from this show, maybe, but I don't so, want to keep, get through the whole thing. There is one <laughs> question
0: where they asked them, was there any point in the experiment in which you started to get suspicious? And I'm actually interested in his answer. He says, they essentially do a photo shoot with the guard who's being fired and they're calling everybody up in a deleted scene. Mm-hmm. I turned around to James and I was like, I'm on a reality TV right now. TV show right now, this cannot be happening. That (coughs) happened multiple times throughout the entire process. But anytime I would start to seriously question that, or I would raise concerns, that's when I would just pull everything back. And they were like, okay, we're doing literally nothing for the rest of day. Boring court talk and legal jargon. jargon. Nothing is exciting. Oh. happening. So they. it seems like they did a good And mix. then they cut that um,
2: out, but it's a way to keep him. That's right. so much they work will. for the actors. Oh, my God. So they're, they're like, like okay, like, the day, the time doing regular yeah. stuff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, man. So,
0: so that's good that they actually did fill in – and not all of it was just ridiculous all the time. There was yeah, maybe this BTS they, stuff's
2: way more interesting. How did yeah. they get the lawyers? The acting lawyers to act like real lawyers. I mean, like, there's
0: probably actors that were former lawyers. I believe. Okay, that. okay, we're uh, yeah, in I can believe
3: this. Yeah,
2: everyone,
0: yeah. everyone has an experience okay, somewhere. Yeah. There's probably lawyers but see, that are like. But see, this, I, was, if I this was like law. Nathan
2: for you. Nathan would have been like, so we hired real lawyers to be actors in this situation, and one of them was one of the actors wasn't a lawyer. So I had him take a two week law law school course in order to get a believable law degree. Like he would. Probably probably. probably do shit like that and that would be like part of the amazement of the show and i would like to know i mean you just want want
3: to watch more nathan for you we get
2: i just want to know how (laughs) they did this it's like fascinating like but that's the part they don't show any of like i want to know how they got it how they got it to work
0: here's another part so what was going through your mind when you learned the truth so on the day of the review truthfully i could not process everything they were telling me It was too big of an ask. It was a sensory overload in in the sense that you can't just tell me that my life for the last month (laughs) was fake. (laughs) So they're saying, hey, you want all this money and all this happened. And all I could think about was, so this entire court case wasn't even real. I was so hung up on that for the longest amount of time. Oh, man. (laughs) And then he also questioned once he processed it, he wondered where the friendships genuine and oh, he yeah, said sure. Im- immediately after the reveal, everybody came up to him and they reassured him like, Hey, just so you know, yes, we were acting the whole time, but we really did bond with you. And the conversations we had with you were real and everything I told you about myself was real. And he just started to question, like, did I really form it a relationship everything. with these people?
2: Like the, like the transhumanist guy can't actually be,
0: but I mean, maybe they had conversations off screen about like, what's your life like? Right, right. What's your, you know, like maybe deeper conversation? I guess,
2: I guess if you had that length of time where you need to act, you have to draw on some of your own
3: personal experiences in order to right. fill in the gap. And yeah, also together together. I mean, they were probably also pretty mindful of when cameras were around and when they weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's. Were.
0: That's nice that the actors really made it a point to tell him like, Hey, don't feel like the last month of your life. You've just been surrounded with psychopaths and everyone's <laughs> lying to you. Oh man. And this reminds me just, of, yeah. Do you
2: remember, remember when we watched uh mind mind field uh, and we watched the, yes. the trolley problem episode where d- for people who don't know the trolley problem is a philosophical question. So let's say there is a trolley going down a track and on one track, uh, the track that it's currently on, there's five people tied to the tracks and it'll kill them. But if you pull a lever, it'll move the trolley to a different track, but only one person will die. Would you move the lever? Would you take responsibility for one direct death or allow five people to die because you did nothing? And Mindfield, which is hosted by Vsauce, uh, he made that experiment real. Like they did it for real with a real person who really thought this trolley thing was happening yeah. in real life, and oh no. they needed to debrief him because he was freaking out because he could not believe this ended up being fake. He thought he really killed somebody, and like uh, they needed- I don't,
0: I don't think that's ethical to do to someone. Yeah,
2: that's that's a little far. The whole
3: like so that convincing was like oh my God, that they yeah. murdered
2: someone. Yeah, yeah. So that's like. Because cause he was, like, the, the psychiatrist who was part of his team wanted to, like, know what the real ramifications of this might be. Uh And they found out. He fucking freaks out. And he feels horrible. And even when they tell him that this was fake and they debrief him,
3: he needs to be calmed down. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that famous uh, sci- uh, psychological experiment with the scientist telling the guy to shock the, guy, to shock oh, yeah. the dude in the room yeah. until, you know, progressively and, harder yeah, until and th- they hurt. go silent and it, they presumably dead. Yeah, or at least... Very least passed out like or yeah pain.
0: you keep going uh, if it's like an authority like thing. even though
3: you're not hearing yeah. anything anymore they tell they still tell you to administer the shots yeah that, that are increasing in intensity that was yeah. done
0: as a study of um authority, authority. And, yeah. and maybe looking into like Nazis and Germany and why people listening to authority despite yeah. knowing that you could be killing someone and justifying it.
2: Which this show, I guess, kind of does, too. Like, he's going along with all of it because there's a sense of authority to being in a court, yes, right? There,
0: it, yes. It's a, it's a civic duty, right? He's going yeah. along with it. He's not questioning Probably it. Probably if he was at, like, a
2: restaurant, is he'd be like, it. something's weird with this restaurant. I might leave, you know? But yeah. if, because he has to be there and he's in a court, he's more incentivized to, I have to stay and deal with this, you know? So that's...
0: Absolutely. So with all that said, wrapping it up, um, unfortunately, we will not be proceeding...
2: We, we will <laughs> watching not. St- the rest of we Drury will not Duty. stay tuned. <laughs> we uh, will not stay
0: tuned. But that <laughs> well, is why I went through the rest of the finale and things like that because obviously we're not going to continue watching it. It is good to know that Ronald did get some compensation out of this and he's still friends and he got something out of it. So yeah, I feel better about that. Um, yeah. Okay. I. They're probably going to make a season two because I feel like it's a pretty low budget cheap show to make that is doing pretty hey, well. Big
2: hit reality shows make
3: money. Oh yes. Gonna-
0: oh, I'm sure. And it's not hard to do. It's it's an easy kind of show it's probably, to do. It but might be so- you need to
3: like reconstruct an entirely different scenario though, probably. Yeah. I think
0: I was reading up, I think they were maybe trying it gonna try it in different cities, maybe in different maybe change up the scenarios a little bit because obviously it's gone viral and people It'd be are great it's onto always onto James it. Mars
2: then though. <laughs> <laughs> put it on a boat or next time time it's actually jason marston and (laughs) (laughs) and they're like yeah that's the guy that i'm I'm you know the guy we just had they always they always mix me up with with the other guy but i'm I'm the the voice acting guy not
0: i don't know i'm trying to think of situations (laughs) where like you have to be stuck with random groups of people and it's out of your control one of them i can think of is like a hellish flight of some kind like, maybe they <laughs> stage something on, like, a delayed flight or, like, a, you know, where you're just forced to stay there. Because DMV? What's gonna, yeah, or, like, something like but that. DMV DMV's, like,
2: one day. Um, you can't do, you can't have them come to the DMV
3: multiple
0: days. Or, like, a...
3: Rerouted tour bus.
0: <laughs> yeah. or some Like,
3: the tour bus can get you anywhere if you're just, like, supposed to go somewhere, but you end up somewhere else. Right. Yeah, right.
0: exactly. Like, I'm trying to think of situations where it's, like, random... But also you're under the control of another entity and you can't really do it Oh, you own wake up thing. on an
3: island and then you're told that you have to kill each other until there's only <laughs> one person left standing. I'd watch that. But that they were but they were all I mean just that's w- the ultimate authority figure setup.
0: <laughs> but then yes. they're all
2: Ronald, so they're all just kinda go, Oh, I don't
0: know (laughs) they all look like Ronald
2: and they they all just decide to not do it because they're like that seems mean I'm not gonna do that
3: no they just organize a very orderly killing order (laughs) it's like okay you kill me and then he kills me yeah and then you kill him there's a chain of command (laughs) of killing he'll kill that guy I love it he he has a family he should win
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I love it with all of that said that is our podcast would you stay tuned jury duty edition (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in this instance we will not stay tuned the verdict has been reached but hopefully by- oh. you'll stay
2: tuned dear but hopefully, yeah
0: hopefully you will stay tuned and you will join us on this adventure and on our other podcasts. marvin you want to tell them what else we do what else we have going on
2: well there's a good chance you came here because you know about newbie star trek which is when we you know, go through every episode of Star Trek and we discuss yeah, it. Yeah, so you better keep listening to that one. If you didn't know, uh, Sarah is one of the newbies, along with uh, a person not on the, this episode, uh, Ricardo. And basically, they haven't seen Star Trek at all. So we're kind of just watching every episode and going along with them. By the time this episode comes out, though, we'll still be in TNG, uh, the next generation. So, But we're planning to do as many Star Treks as we can before we die, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so.
3: So what, like two?
0: <laughs> I think we might we might die Wait, before I'm, we I'm can just finish.
3: speaking for myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we oh, might die dark. before yeah, we can dark. finish any of it. To oh be man.
2: <laughs> this is if you would like to hear more dark humor like that, do, go on over to FugitiveFrames.com. We have links to all the stuff we do over there. So it's
3: very dark. Yeah, very yeah. dark.
0: Lots of Star Trek stuff, lots of film podcasts, lots of video games. Check out our YouTube channel leave us a review if you like this podcast and you you're feeling it let us know let us yeah. know what you think we would love to Cleach. hear it yeah that that concludes this um thanks for listening i'm sarah stay tuned. i'm with marvin and dan and we'll catch you next time please stay tuned
3: <laughs> <laughs>